Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. <laughs> this is Straight Up with Stassi. So excited. I get to talk to one of my close friends, Naomi Lindo. Okay, let's give her a ring. Hi, hi, hello. Oh my God, I miss you so much. I know, I miss you too. I just want to like spend three hours catching up with you. <laughs> I know, I feel, that's what I feel like we're about to do. It's like we're hanging out and like people can listen and be voyeuristic and just like listen to us just yeah and shit talk. yeah like but there was like so many other times where i wanted to like talk shit about somebody with you and text you but i was like oh no save it god but i was like no i gotta tell her no wait and now i don't even remember half of it damn it were they about my <sighs> people or your people i mean probably both there's so much there is there's so, so much, much. Yeah. okay so <laughs> i introduced you already but uh khaleesi's it's naomi alindo and she's laying in bed right now from in charleston <laughs> talking to at me 4 like, p.m oh my god please tell me you're having a cocktail oh no i wish i'm about to we're out of wine god do you only drink wine no 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 then i try to like drink wine on weeknights because you know I, I have to get up early for school so i try to not do the liquor thing unless it's the weekend See, I mean, wine's my favorite, but it makes me more hungover than liquor. Yeah, but like, I feel like we buy cheap wine, so depending, I don't know. Oh, well, you you guys don't have that two buck chuck shit out there, do you? Hell yeah, we do. It's literally what I drank last night. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm dying. I need to. I need to see that on Southern Charm. I want someone to break out a two buck chuck. <laughs> Craig and I do it all the time. Okay, so is Craig there with you? He's in the garden. Of course he is. Can I just say I that was the cutest montage ever? And you know what I feel like is that it wasn't actually even staged. Like, I feel like that legit is what Craig does every single day. Yeah. I mean, like I will say he, he, during that time he was finishing his thesis. Cause you have to think this was back in September, right? Yeah. So he was like finishing his thesis paper and all that. So when he was filming, they're not going to film like, him sitting at his desk all day so they're like okay go do what else you would be doing if you weren't 
writing or reading. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to go garden with the cat with my straw hat in the wagon. (laughs) Oh my God. It's so fucking cute. (laughs) I know I died. Can we talk about though how, cause we're just going to go in and out of Southern charm talk. Can you hear my phone dinging when I say that? Did you just hear my phone ding? No, you didn't. I'm not Mm -hmm. editing this shit out because I like when shit's real, but like this phone contraption is really hard to deal with. I'm like, oh, for the podcast. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the levels and the volume and shit, and like, it's just. I'm like, I can hear you perfectly. Okay, good, because I can hear you perfectly. So okay, good. Southern Southern Charm season four premiered last week, so I just saw the second episode, and I'm gonna be honest. I know I already said this to you, but my listeners didn't hear me say this. The first episode, I was really upset. Really? Yeah. About what? About Craig, because everyone's I know. bullying him. And I'm just like, why is everybody acting like he sits around? Like, are they curing cancer? Are the rest of the cast members doing things that I'm not aware of? <laughs> I like, know. I know. Like, why? where does everybody get off thinking that they can, like, keep... I hate using the word bully, so I'm not going to use that. Um, just kind of, like, needling him. I know. And I think... I think Craig is kind of an easy target for them, maybe. I don't really know. Um, It's definitely a double standard. You know, Craig doesn't have the the goose egg that um, a lot of the other cast members, his castmates have. So I think that's just like a point that they have that they feel like they could be harder on him. I don't know. It's it's unfair. I mean, I I texted you about it saying I was sad and now I'm fine. I'm over it. But it definitely sucks to watch I don't like watching it at all no it really annoys me and like I don't understand yeah. like why Shep has such an issue with Craig like did did Craig, Craig do something to Shep that I'm not aware of no never and that's the thing like, I've had this whole internal kind of debacle the, over the last week just trying to figure out maybe what it was because obviously you know it's one of those things like I can be mean to Craig, but nobody else can be mean to Craig. Totally. Yeah. And, and so um, I really was like pissed about it. And the thing with Shep, he's a really nice guy. You know, he's awesome. It like I'm friends with him, all that. But it's something that he has against Craig. I think he just doesn't like that Craig gets by and like likes his life and is I don't know how to explain it. I'm talking in circles. I I don't know. I still haven't figured it out, obviously. Yeah, it's so weird. Because, like, they could be, like, good friends. I feel like they could be, like, a a little bromance if, like, they let it happen. I don't know. I just – I don't get why Shep doesn't like Craig so much. It really annoys me. I know. Well, here's the thing, and I don't really know if I'm allowed to say this, but um, Craig and Shep weren't really friends before the show. They got brought together – by Whitney but they weren't they didn't know each other before they started filming so they don't have that really background of like a good friendship before shit hit the fan it's just kind of always been like this like this is the fourth year of you know Craig trying to do better and then Shep just talking shit about him and being hard on him and then it just goes over and over and over again Okay, now I understand this. I I see. I knew that they weren't like good friends. I knew that Whitney was the one that brought them together for the show. But yeah. and I think that's Googleable. I think I found that out before I even became friends with you guys. But now <laughs> I feel like I understand it more. It's like me and Sheena. Sheena and I were never friends before the show. So like yeah. our like I got like I met her on the show and then had issues with her on the show. And then it's like impossible to like 
be, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's, yeah. Because there's not that, um, like foundation, foundation of friendship. Yeah. I know. So I, I think that's it. I God, see, I want to ask you questions. I don't want to talk about Southern Charm. I want to talk about you. That's and we the, can talk about both. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. Uh, Good. Yeah. So that makes so that now that makes so much sense. And I feel like I understand it a little bit more, but I also think, yeah, yeah Shep's like a little jealous of Craig because but yeah. like, okay, that that would make sense, right? But what would he be jealous of? There's nothing that Craig has, except me, <laughs> that Shep doesn't have. Like, there, you know, Shep has a good life. I don't think it's jealousy. I think it's just like saltiness. I don't know how to explain it. No, but I think that it's true. Like, Craig does, and I know this, like, Craig lives his life happy. He's a happy person. He's kind yeah. of like... He doesn't take anything too seriously and he like he look he finds like the positive in every bad situation. I personally feel like from what I know of him and hanging yeah, out totally. with you guys. And that's really hard to do. Most of us are cynical. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like the most negative person. One thing goes wrong, I'm like, this is it. It's over. Well, everything's everything's all, done. You're also a scaredy cat. Which I had, I, on, I had this on like my list of things like to bring yeah. up. So, uh, Khaleesi's, um, Naomi is scared of everything. Like <laughs> when I say legit, everything scares her. Everything scares her. Why is this? <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Like I am, I am scared of everything. This is true. But because I'm scared of everything, I have to be really brave and face all my fears so it ends up helping me be more confident than I would normally be because like I have to literally make myself. So I don't know. I'm just a worry wart. That's who I am. My mom's the same way. Like I'll stress about anything, you know, just scared of stuff. What, what, what is your worst fear? Like your absolute worst fear? Um, I mean, without getting too dark, like my worst, worst no, fear is losing get... my parents. Okay. That's a, that's a pretty legit yeah. one, but you can get yeah. as dark as you want. Do you know who you're talking to right now? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about death in a minute. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I, yeah, I'm scared of losing my parents and ugh, this sounds horrible, but I'm really scared of being poor. That's such a that's good, awful. wait, that's like, such a good answer too. I've never heard anybody actually say that. It sounds so shallow, but it's not like, I'm not coming from a shallow place. It's just, you know, I don't know. No, I completely relate to this because when okay. I was, I was at rock bottom like two summers ago and living like in a suitcase, all my stuff was in storage and I'm like, I have bad credit. So it was so hard for me to get an apartment. I'm like, what am I doing with like, this is the worst. This is yeah. the worst to feel like you're not settled or like it's, it's a very weird feeling. And like, that's why I can relate to being like, I don't want to be poor because I'm scared that I will like end up like under a freeway pass. Right. Exactly. I, I, somebody said the other day, um, how do homeless people end up homeless? How do you not have one friend to lean on? Like well, that could be me one day. Who knows that that's, you know, that's okay. scary as shit. Let's be honest, Naomi, you're one of the best people I know and you are so worldly and smart <laughs> and kind and you have such a good family and a support system that I'm pretty sure you're not going to end up in a tent under the 405. Well, sometimes it's the people you'd least expect that end up in the tent. So never say never. We don't know what's going to happen to me. <laughs> That's true. Wait, didn't I like read? I feel like I read one time that um, a lot of homeless people are actually like ex-rich people. Oh, my God. 
Sorry. Not to really? you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not just kidding. You're going to hang up the phone and just be like, fuck. <laughs> but like people like who, because when you like become super wealthy, then you have more problems and more responsibilities and more temptations. So mm-hmm. then if you like lose it all, like then that's like, it's like, where do you go from here? Maybe it's exactly. most people who commit suicide are wealthy. Oh people. my God. Maybe, that's that, maybe it's that one. Stop. Wait, what's your worst fear? Being raped and murdered. <laughs> oh god yeah that's up there too or being yeah. buried alive being buried alive that is oh like, my god like yeah. see you were like i do i want to get morbid well i just got i just went there shit just got real yeah. can you imagine yeah. being buried alive so like how no. are you gonna die do you pass and out you know, are you like, starving when they like exhume bodies like i literally watch these videos on youtube because i'm a psycho there some coffins when they open them they have like scratch marks inside yeah that is a thing people yeah, especially like in ancient egypt i saw the mummy i saw the mummy returns they did <sighs> flashback scenes oh my gosh i've been that ride so many times at universal i've memorized it oh my god that's one of my favorites i was just there the other day and went on it wait that's so cool yeah i love that ride we need to go to universal together well, we were supposed to last time we were in L.A. or Disney, Disney, but no time. It's really annoying that you guys don't get to come out to L.A. more. I know. We will, though. We'll come, like, over the summer or something because then it'll be your turn. You and Rachel have to come back. Yes. Yes. Well, see, so you guys get – it's like two trips, then two trips, and then we rotate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good deal. I'm good with that. Good deal. Okay, so – a lot of people asked me when they found out that I was interviewing you what you do with your hair. Really? Yes. Because um, you have the prettiest hair. Really? Well, thank you. I I took my extensions out the beginning of this season. So last season I had like a head full of weave and I finally took it out. And then this girl, um, Madison LaCroix, that does my hair, she's I like love Madison. a miracle. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know her. Yeah, just, just Madison. That's it. And then I like curl it I guess I don't know but it's really her <laughs> really so like what shampoo and stuff do you use do you like take care of it or you're just like YOLO yeah yeah I mean I use whatever shampoo she gives me it's like black hold on let me get it. it's um hold on one second um oh uh Oribe I just use all Oribe stuff is that how you pronounce it Oribe I have no Oribe. idea I don't I know anything Oribe. yeah I don't know it's in a black bottle it's expensive but it's really good so I just do that. And then I straighten it and then curl it. You straighten it and then curl it? Yeah, because my hair is super frizzy normally. So I have to like smooth it over with a curling iron first and then curl it. Because if I just dry it and then curl it, it'll, I'll look like a poodle. Like my friends call it sheepdog. Okay. So that's why your hair always looks good. I, it's always people that have frizzy or curly hair that just know what to do with it that have like the biggest mane of hair. Yeah, it's because the struggle, you like have to learn. <laughs> that's so true. Well, I mean, I have a struggle and that's have three strands of hair. So mm, your hair's perfect. Shut up. Shut you know, up, I haven't, I got my extensions out a month ago and I haven't worn it down one time. Not once. Really? So I'm going back, <laughs> I'm going back on Thursday to get my extensions because I just can't handle this like. You, you feel naked or like you feel less pretty. Hair is a big deal. It's a huge you, you, deal. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. that's what it is. I feel kind of like a boy. It's like when I do, when I'm not tan, <laughs> like when I'm pale and with only like a few strands of frizzy hair, like and it's all processed. Like I mean, I've, my hair is like white, so it's not <laughs> ideal. 
Oh my gosh. Like, have you ever seen those photos of Marilyn Monroe when she was dead? No, but will you send them to me? Because that's something I would like to see. Yeah, I'll send this to you. But that's that's what I look like when I wake up. And that's what I look like when I go to bed at night. Really? Like a cadaver? Really? What's a cadaver? Oh my God, Stassi, it's a dead person. It's a dead body. You you should know this. Yeah, how do you spell that? Um, T-A... D A V something something something. I feel maybe V R E. I don't know. I feel so disappointed in myself that I don't know what that is. That I didn't well, know. I, now I know. Wait, I can't. Hold on. Let me make sure that that's how cadaver. you spell it. Because cadaver, like C A D A. Oh my god, I can't. I've never had to Google spelling on something like this before. This is embarrassing. I do it all um, the time. Yeah. Okay. C A D A V R E. Yeah. It's synonymous with a corpse. Okay. I'm going to start using that. I'm writing it down. Okay. Uh, diver. <laughs> All right. Sun Basket has saved my life. Yes. Uh, you guys, I told you I moved into a new apartment. So I have a two-bedroom apartment now and my kitchen's all updated. And now I finally like cooking. Well, I wouldn't say like like it, but I enjoy it more because when I was in my old apartment, my kitchen was ratchet. I never wanted to be in there so much that I didn't even pay my gas bill. So I, I didn't even use it. So I did not cook anything. Um, now I'm trying to be more of an adult. I have a nice kitchen. I need to cook for myself and stop wasting money getting delivery. That's why Sunbasket has just been a godsend for me. Because Sunbasket is a website where you go on their website and you order from different meals and they send you right to your door in an insulated box the freshest ingredients they're all pre-portioned so you're not wasting anything and with a recipe and the recipe it takes less than 30 minutes and what's great about sun basket is it's actually really healthy and they offer paleo gluten-free vegetarian breakfast and family options and they're all like created by award-winning chefs and approved by nutritionists so you're not eating a shit ton of calories it's not taking that long to make and you can say you have a family of four go to sunbasket.com pick a meal you think your family will like order four of them for a certain day you want to cook it your family will be so happy so right now they're giving the first you you first your first three meals free that's entirely free when you go to sunbasket.com slash straight up so that's sunbasket s-u-n-b-a-s-k-e-t dot com slash straight up and you get three meals free are you hearing this free i know you'll love it everything is like healthy easy to prepare you don't have to go to the grocery waste ingredients so easy i love 2017 Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. I have been telling you guys about Bowl and Branch for years. They make the most comfortable sheets ever, like hotel style sheets. And now they're doing towels. Yes. You're welcome. Not only are you going to be able to feel luxurious in your bed with their sheets, but the second you get out of the shower, you're going to feel like a king or queen as well. Oh, I love Bowen Branch. Um, Listen, towels are something that most people don't think about like buying extra of for themselves. Like I think it's a great gift when people give me towels. 
you know, who wants to just go shopping for towels? All you know is that you want them to be thick and strong, soft, but like not too soft to where like you feel like you're like not even drying off. That is why the Bull and Branch towels are fucking amazing. And they have seven colors and they range in size from my favorite, the oversized bath sheet down to washcloths. They have everything. So right now they're going to give you $50 off your first order of 200 when you use my promo code Stasi. So you have to go to bullandbranch.com. That's B O L L and branch.com. Use my promo code Stasi, S T A S S I, and you get $50 off if you order $200. You will thank me. Make your bath experience just as good as your sleep experience. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. So are you still in school right now? Yeah, I'm not done till July. What year are you in? I'm not in college. I'm in graduate school. So it's like a, a one, it's a 14 month program that I'm doing. I'm getting a master's in business administration with focus in finance. Very boring. Nobody wants to hear about it. <laughs> I mean, no one wants to hear about the details of what you have to study, but like you are I, t- I like tell, I tell people this all the time. You are goals. You are such a role model. Like you're what every woman should aspire to be. You are so fucking well-rounded and smart. Stop. You're just saying that because you're biased because we're friends. I mean, I feel the same about you. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't go to grad school. I mean school. it. Who cares? So? Well... <laughs> I mean, I'm also like a little bit of a moron and I'm not from France and I'm not as worldly as you are and I'm not as nice. Although I've found out that like you can be a little bit of a bitch too and I love it. It made me feel so much better. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So then you're finished completely in July? Mm Mm-hmm. That's like really exciting. I know. I can't, I think part of me is going to miss it because now when people are like, what do you do? I'm like, Oh, I'm in school. Leave me alone. But then I'll be like, uh, uh, I don't know. What do I do? (laughs) Yeah. Like, do you go and get a real job? Are you going to do that? Yeah. Yeah. I have some idea of what I want to do, but nothing for sure yet. So I'll let you know. You actually could be one of my first clients if this works, what I want to do. Oh my God. Can you be a financial advisor? It has to do with personal finance and like asset management and stuff. So That's, see, I need that desperately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Actually, as I'm sitting in here <laughs> in my ex- extra room looking at my shoes, I'm like, I need help. I need somebody. Oh my god, to help me. <laughs> that closet install that you did that right? Those shelves with your shoes. I am obsessed. Thank you. Well, I mean, listen. Uh, in all fairness, most of my designer stuff I get from like tradesy.com. So like they're used and like half off, sometimes even more than that. So it's not like I'm just like blowing all like blowing shit tons of money on like thousands yeah, of smart. shoes. Like yeah, you're smart. Used is better anyway because they're like worn yeah. in already, so they're comfortable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have literally no problem buying used stuff. People, some people think it's gross. I'm like, what's gross about it? Nothing. It's fine. No, it's only gross if it's a pair of tennis shoes that have been worn or sneakers that have worn a million times. That's the only time it's gross. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, okay. So we're going to talk a little bit of Southern Charm because I have opinions um, and I just need to like let it all out there. Okay. I'm really upset with how everybody is shitting on Catherine too. I know. As a mom, Ugh. like this is not fair. And you know what? I know that a lot, I, I know, not that you guys have like, I don't, 
know like for like I don't have proof of this, but I in my heart of hearts, I think that a lot of the cast members are doing the same shit that Catherine's doing. I personally think that and you don't have to say anything or confirm anything. I'm just giving my opinion. And I think that T-Rav does the same shit that Catherine does, but like he's just more powerful than she is. And so it drives me fucking crazy. I mean, Catherine can like make some mistakes, but Thomas Ravenel can then like go to these parties and scam on young girls and talk about like fucking chicks in a bathroom and then like raise his children in a guest house. And like, but that he's like a model dad. I know. I, I know it's, it's such a double standard. It's kind of sickening. Right. And, but I'll be honest with you. Like I've, I'm guilty of that too, because while they were filming and everything, I remember thinking like, Oh, good for Thomas. You know, he's really stepping it up and being like, well, what's Catherine doing? Blah, blah. And watching it back. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this, I am being a sexist. And that is the last thing I would ever want to be, you know? Right. And so now that I have like, right. Hindsight's always 2020 people probably would have acted differently if they'd known how it would come off. But I mean, Thomas isn't a bad dad. That's the thing. And Catherine's not a bad mom. It's just, they're just really fucked up. Yeah. No, I feel, I think it's, I, well, I think it's like probably a mixture of a lot of things, like a, a toxic tumultuous relationship that was also on TV and they met on TV. So it's like, exactly. I mean, that's, and he's older, she's younger and you know, it, it's, it's hard. But I just, yeah. I don't like when it looks like everyone is just ganging up on Catherine. It, it just, it really, it like really bothered me like so much. Like I texted like my, some of my producers that we share and I'm like, um, I can't handle this. People are needling Craig for the same shit that they do. And people are shitting on Catherine for the same things that they do as well. Like, this is so not fair. I know. I know. But I, I think, I think Catherine hopefully will come out of this season looking good. Like I think everything went okay for her. Um, Thomas, I have no idea. I know, he, you know, he moved to California for polo season with the kids. So Catherine didn't really get to see them much. And he just got back. And um, as far as I know, he's, you know, been good, but we did hear a couple of things of him being seen out and all that stuff, but I don't really know what that means. It's it's just really complicated. I, know, I feel yeah. so sorry for them, and their kids are so cute. They are like, actually no, adorable. I, I stalk their photos of their kids, and I'm like, those are actually really fucking good looking kids. Like, I know, I know. They're beautiful. I know, I know, and so sweet. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Well, I just hope but, that yeah. that she um, has some vindication in some way. I think she does. I think she does, and it's really interesting to see it play out now because at the time no one really knew how things were going to look I mean you know how that is like you don't always know you might I think never know. Went one way and yeah yeah I never oh, the anxiety of that I oh. never know Naomi like literally and th- this is now what I've realized like after five years of doing this I don't even try and and, and think about what the scene's gonna look like or if I'm gonna have a good year like the way that it comes across because I yep. I am surprised by everything so I <laughs> I, you never know. I know. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, because you and I talked about what that one scene where y'all were at the pool party with, um, was it like at Sheena's pool or something like that? 
Um, I know it's when I was in the white bathing suit with with Sheena and Ariana, right? And I threw my yeah. on the floor. Yeah, the worst scene ever. Yeah. No, no, but like, but you had said you were like, well, just you know, that came after the whole day of us all being together, and like, there's so much more to it, and all this. Oh, by the way, when you cry, I cry. It's like very emotional for me. Like whenever you cry, and also <laughs> whenever Nikolai talks, I sob. Are it's you not serious? Normal. I'm like in love. I mean, everyone's in love with your brother, but I think I love him the most. Wait, that is so cute. That makes me so happy. I'm going to tell him that. Oh my God, Stasi, when he gives you a hug in the kitchen and he's like, 20s are tough, man. It was like waterworks for me. Oh I was dying. God. <laughs> I was dying. I love that so much. That seriously just warmed my heart. He's so he's cute. I follow your mom just to see pictures of him and like her jewelry. Like, yeah, I basically stalk your family, so... There you go. Didn't you meet my mom? <laughs> yeah, briefly. But I was like, you know, you know, like, you know, I'm scared of everything. So if I meet somebody that I really, really am excited to meet, I like, trouble making eye contact and just start acting really awkward. And <laughs> I, I was probably really awkward around you. Who knows? I don't remember. I probably blacked out. Uh, we became BFFs. When did we even meet? I don't even that remember. That was the first time that me and Rachel came. So the first time me and Rachel came to Charleston and we were like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We were on the plane. Like all of a sudden we had like this moment and we were like, what the fuck are we doing? They're going to think we're so <laughs> weird. Like we literally just bought tickets to go stay in Charleston and hang out with people we've just been like tweeting with. Like we're crazy ass motherfuckers. No, it, was, it was amazing. But I, and because Rachel had told me that too. And I, I was always like, no, what, what, it's fine. Like you guys were having so much fun. This is great. Until we, and y'all had already come to see us twice. Like we were, were like, close everything was normal and craig and i got on the plane to go to lax to visit y'all and they got on the intercom and they were like okay flight time will be like five something hours i was like oh my god like i I, i'm of course they probably felt weird you're literally sitting in a in an airbus for over five (laughs) hours to go meet like complete strangers yes it was so weird like we was we were literally like should we even call them when we get there maybe we should just do our own thing because they're probably like these chicks are fucking weird they're wackos (laughs) i think you had tried to say like no it's okay we're just gonna walk around like maybe shop or something like that and we're like no just come see us like please i know wait that those trips are so much fun those i know going to charleston is actually sometimes even more fun than going to new orleans where i'm from (laughs) i love when i'm there with you guys no, it was a, that, those were like really fun trips. And those are generally like the most fun times we have in Charleston. That's the stuff that I like doing, like going on the boat with friends and stuff. It's not like going to cocktail parties with the cast of Southern Charm and like watching them yell at each other, you know? Yeah. We, that's what I try and explain that to people. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Cause we got made fun of a lot by our people too. Like our side, like made fun of me and Rachel. Like you guys are fucking pathetic. You're going out there twice. You guys are stalkers. Like that's weird. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not weird because if you were to have no, come no. with us, you know that we don't sit around like talking about Bravo or the show. Like we're actually friends. Like it's, it's fun. Like we yeah. enjoy each other's company. We all like doing the same shit and it's just, we all bonded and I don't know. It, it's just no, the best. So anyone who makes we don't fun talk of me, about fuck sh- off. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> we don't really talk about, like, the shows. We just talk shit about, like, y'all's castmates and then, like, their castmates. That's, I love doing that because I like watching somebody on TV and, like, trying to get an idea of how I think they are and then being like, okay, so how are they really? How are they in real life? Like, some of the things you've told me, which I won't repeat, like, really surprised me. 
it's yeah. it's so interesting. It's fascinating. Yeah, reality TV. It's the best. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of uh, speaking of people um that may or may not surprise people. Um Landon is back and yes. uh I just watched her party for her website. Um What did you think? <laughs> I just <laughs> I mean, I remember hearing the whole, like, I don't hang out with millionaires. I hang out with billionaires thing from y'all before yeah. you even filmed it. So, like, it was like, yeah, a real thing. Yeah, because Chef over and was telling, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then to, like, see it on TV just now, I'm like, this is so weird. I don't, I don't get Landon. I never have, so... I, I know. I don't, you know, I just. A lot of people, I know. And I know you've tried. Like, I know you've, you've tried I really, really hard. I want to be fair. Like, you know, I, I, I know. I want to be fair. I know. And that's why I love you. But I, a lot of people, a lot of people don't get Landon. She is hard to understand, but I, I've always known Landon. Landon and I knew each other way before the show. We met at the Bahamas at a wedding and we had, we were there for the whole weekend. I was um, on it there as someone's date. She was there as someone's date. She had just finalized her divorce, like literally the week before or had just separated or something. And we had the best time together for the whole time we were there. It was so much fun. Like a smiley girl that's just happy go lucky and really nice. And now it's like, all of the shit talking with Catherine and I understand talking shit about people cause I do it all the time, but then it's, um, w- wishing ill on someone takes it to a whole new level. And I feel like y- you can kind of get that from Landon, maybe like having bad intentions towards, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but sh- I understand why you don't get her. Cause I don't really get her either. I've just kind of given up on it and have accepted her and, you know, she's, she's been having a really hard time. I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, but there's literally not one nice tweet to her. And that's gotta be really tough when people tell you all day long, how much much they hate you. Yeah, it is. Yes. That's just really tough. I couldn't imagine getting only negative stuff. And so that makes me really feel for her that. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. That that's kind of where I am with her. Like, I don't really care what, you know, what she's doing and stuff. But I literally texted her this morning. I was like, Hey, how are you doing? If you need a friend, you can call me. Cause, um, I'm friends with her business partner, Anna. And Anna was like, yeah, Landon's a little down. Anyone would be, you know, if you got, so yeah, she does it to herself, but still, you know what? I think that there's like a huge piece of advice, like you could give her. And I think what my issue was when I watch it was the fact that I feel like she's always lying and gets completely caught. So when you do make a mistake, especially on TV, like owning up to it is everybody forgives you. Most people forgive you. Exactly. You know, you just it's have the to easiest own way. It and apologize yeah. and be like, you're right. I fucked up. That's it. I know. Um, yeah. I mean, she, <sighs> Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to like say too much. I don't want to give anything no, away. No, it's okay. But... Don't. Please don't. So let then we'll, let's let's move on from Southern Trump right now because I want to ask you some questions about growing up in France because I'm, go- <laughs> okay. I'm going to France in a, a few days and I want you to teach me how to look like I belong. Yeah. By the way, I'm still so mad at y'all that you're not going through Nice. I'm actually upset. I w- was like texting Kristen mean things about how y'all, if you didn't go there, like we couldn't be friends anymore. And who, by the way, I'm obsessed with Kristen. She's awesome. She's I'm so glad you introduced us. Yeah. She literally sends me pictures like 
pretty regularly of me asleep on her floor with her dogs from when we visited y'all. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the picture itself is not cute, but, like, just the thought that counts. <laughs> But okay, so what do you want to know? Well, this is that. Well, let me just first start off by saying I did not come up with the idea for this trip. Katie Maloney texted me one night and said, Hey, I'm going to go to Europe. Would you be interested in coming? And I'm like, uh, I don't feel like planning anything. So if you actually plan everything, then I'll Venmo you, buy my ticket wherever you decide to go. Cool. I don't care. Oh my gosh. So, That's amazing. But now I'm annoyed that I didn't think of the whole niece thing. I really am. I'm mad at myself. So, well, I was, I was telling y'all like, just take a day or two out of Paris and go down to it's on the coast. It's so pretty, whatever, whatever. I rest my case. Well, you know what, when it gets warmer, cause it's going to yeah. be cold. Yeah. It might be a little chilly, but you know what? It's fine. Cause we'll just all have to go together. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That sounds yeah. ideal. Maybe when yeah. we both have our um our breaks, like you know, end yeah. of August, September. Well, so we, well, we. I don't like saying we. They <laughs> start filming Southern Charm in like September, and you guys finish basically in July, right? Um, or June? August. Ugh. It's so annoying, right? Yeah, that sucks. And first of all, it's not they. It is a we. No, you're a huge part of it. Yes, I'm a huge part to you. I'm pretty sure, like, so I got some of the tweet notifications from you. You're like, I'm interviewing Naomi from Southern Charm, or like Naomi or something. And I think one of the top questions was like, "Cool, who's that?" (laughs) My friends were dying. Do you know that I get that all the time? Like, whenever I do an interview for a certain website, people love to do that because it's just like the mean. It's such like a a callous, just like let me just let me be condescending. It's like let me just hit you like right here who question mark. yeah it's really funny like it, my friends are like yeah exactly like, it's who? not create no it's not creative <laughs> you know if you're gonna insult someone including myself be creative about it right right so yeah. as far as france goes how long did you live in france i never even think i asked you this as a friend um okay so i moved i lived there until i was about nine like i turned nine a month after we moved and then um, yeah. And then we moved here and we go back every summer. Obviously my dad still, uh, has most of his business over there. So he goes back a lot and my mom just kind of chills, but, um, yeah, my whole family's still there. I think maybe in next week's episode, you see my parents cause you didn't get to meet them when you were here. No, I got to wave at them though. Yeah. Or, or, did it, I wave at them or did I call, I, I heard them on the phone. Oh, you waved at them from the boat because we went by their house. I yes. remember that. And then, but then you, you came over and they were like asleep. <laughs> oh, they were. They were in their room, like asleep or what? I don't know. They are. They're really, really social when they want to be, and then sometimes they just go into their cave, kind of like that's we like do. me. Oh my god! I know. Yeah. I'm like, wait, that that is exactly what we're like. Okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Um, but yeah, so then we moved here in 2000 and. Why, yeah, why, why did Charleston? So okay, this is kind of a long, boring story, but my mom's sister married a guy who had, he, he was from France, but he, he was from Cannes, but he owned like a sailboat manufacturing company that was in Charleston. And cause you know, it's a huge port city. So after there was a big hurricane that hit in 1989 and his business was pretty much ruined. So he moved back to France and met my aunt and then he met my parents and they've always loved traveling. So he said, if you love traveling, 
you should go visit Charleston. It's a place in South Carolina in America. <laughs> and so they're like, okay. So we visited. And then I think a few months later, my dad was like, let's just move. So we did. Wow. Yeah. And both your yeah. parents are from France, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like such a bold move. I know. They're badasses. They're like awesome. Yeah, well, that's why you are. So for somebody who's like super unafraid of things, you like go skydiving, you travel the world, like you've seen everything. But terrified the whole time, but really enjoying it. Does that make sense? No, I mean, I think so. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm like kind of the opposite, whereas like I'm not really scared of that much. Like when I get scared, I'm scared. But like, right. it, But I'm not scared of that much. Like I wonder yeah, how I mean, you would be living alone. Are you okay living alone? I don't know. Like Rachel gets never, scared all the time. Yeah, yeah. See, I would no, I wouldn't like that. I would have to have like a lot of animals, and even then, no, I probably would be fine with a lot of animals. Actually, no, yeah, but I, I think you'd still probably be scared. Yeah, you're not scared of anything. Remember, we went on this creepy ghost tour um, of like the old jail in Charleston when y'all were there, and you were literally leading the pack into the darkness, and I was peeing my pants behind you. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't remember leading the pack, but I remember everybody were, recording things, thinking that they were seeing ghosts. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's like dust in the air, but whatevs. Yeah, yeah, you're a professional. That, that was really fun. <laughs> so I like to go shopping, and I like buying things, and I like expensive things, but I don't like to buy them at full price. Um, I buy used designer stuff. I'm very passionate about this. Why would I buy, spend $2,000 on a handbag that I can get for $1,000 that someone wore like two times? I don't give a shit if someone wore it. doesn't make a difference to me. So that's where ThreadUp comes in. ThreadUp is a website, and that's T-H-R-E-D-Up.com, uh, that sells used stuff. I mean, they had like a pair of Valentino shoes that are normally $995 for $100. They had a theory skirt for only $199. That's a dollar and ninety nine cents, not a hundred and ninety nine, a dollar and ninety nine cents. I mean, that's fucking insane. I'm telling you, please don't pay full price when you can find things for so cheap. It's just such a waste. Everything. I mean, it's so expensive. They have Lululemon, J. Crew, Banana Republic, Anthropology. I love Anthropology. And right now, if you go to threadup.com slash Stasi. And also enter my promo code Stasi at the end. You're going to get an extra 40% off your order. Yes, you heard that right. An extra 40% off. 40% off is a lot. You have to go to threadup.com, T-H-R-E-D up.com slash Stasi and enter my promo code Stasi in the end. Don't forget, you have to do it twice to get 40% off your first order. I mean, you're going to buy so much shit. You're going to get so much shit for nothing. Uh, can I use my own code? Um, I'm going to. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. If you know me at all, you know I love pop culture. I'm a slave for it. I love uh, celebrity gossip. I love fashion. I love the entertainment industry. I love movies. I love reading about movies. I love all that shit. And now I have a place to go that, like, has every outlet, like every magazine you could want. So instead of, let's say, I go to the airport and I buy some magazines. I just spent $25 on like three magazines. Why the fuck did I just do that? When there is an app 
on my phone called Texture that gives me access to every single magazine out there. Pretty much every magazine. Let me explain a little about this app. So you download the app Texture and then right away you can tailor it to what you like. Like I said, I like Vogue. I like People's Style Watch. I like Elle. I like Cosmopolitan, you know, etc. And then every time I go on the app, those are the first uh, magazines that I see. And they don't only just have like the magazines that are out right now. You could go back like they have back issues. So like, say, December of 2016, I wanted to look at that the cover of Elle or like an article in there. I can go back and look at that. They also have a search option. So you can type in something specific that you want to read about and it'll go through all of the articles in different magazines and show you just those articles. I mean, how great is that? And it's so inexpensive. But right now they're giving my listeners a free trial when you go to texture.com slash Stassi. Okay, so you have to go to texture.com slash Stassi to get your free trial. I mean, you'll immediately gain entry to the top magazines, including the back issues and bonus video content. So that's just like so fab. So go to texture.com slash Stassi and start for free. They just added Women's Wear Daily and Variety. So like, that's what's up. She's never one to hold back on any topic. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, so I want you to teach me how to look like I'm from France, like I belong. Listen to what, oh, listen to what I memorized. Ready? Pardon, monsieur, parlez-vous anglais? Oh my God, you're so cute. And if it's a girl, then I'll say, pardon, madame. (laughs) Yeah, wait, good job. That's really good. Thank you. I've been practicing different things. Oh, you're like, let me listen to what I've memorized. <laughs> I, I like, Adorable. I walk around my apartment trying to learn how to do the, like, like that thing. Yeah. It, it, that's like a vocal cords thing. I, I don't know. You have to learn it when you're really little to, I think, I don't know. Very rarely have I met people that learned French at a, you know, older age, like in their twenties or something that can do it. It's really hard. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it really is. Can you say, will you say a few things in French? Can you just like, just say whatever the fuck you want? Yeah. Okay. So I'll say, what was it that you just said? Um, say one more time. Pardon, monsieur, parlez-vous anglais? Okay. So you'd say, pardon, monsieur, parlez-vous anglais? Whoa. And then for a woman, you say, pardon, mademoiselle, parlez-vous anglais? Oh, that's, yeah. I don't think I'll be able to say it as legit as you. <laughs> that, you that's... But yeah, no, I'll be the American version of trying to like act like I'm, yeah, no, I'm going to be the, I mean, all you need is for someone to understand you. And honestly, everybody, especially in Paris speaks English, like everyone. So you'll be fine. And you have apps for that now. That's true. Um, can you tell me what I should wear there? Cause I've been planning my wardrobe for now. How long have this been planned? A week and a half, two weeks. (laughs) Okay. So what is it? April? Um, but like, I need to know, like, don't wear this. Like you'll look gaudy if you wear this or like, if you want to look chic as fuck, wear this. Is there any advice like that? Or am I just being like, when I went and met y'all in Charleston, I like brought all my like boating looking stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I like to theme my wardrobes. No, y'all dressed like perfectly. Um, honestly, sorry to disappoint, but you're literally the last person that needs any clothing advice so i'm just gonna so you're telling me that i fit in like a real parisian yeah yeah like just listen to yourself don't don't try to like do anything weird just like wear what you want to wear because you know you know (laughs) 
Okay. That makes me feel a lot better in my choices. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't worry. The only thing like whenever I'm there and I, I mean, it's, it's things you would never do. Like people that wear like acid wash jeans and white tennis shoes and stuff like not the cute kind, like right. the, I, the like new balance kind, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with them, but so yeah. So, it. so I'm not, I'm not in danger of looking no, like I don't no. belong then. Not at all. But I will say like, don't, um, don't bring your really nice drawer and stuff just because I feel like traveling anywhere. Don't bring really nice stuff. But I, I hear about people all the time. If you're taking the Metro or something, you, you know, Paris is, a, it's a safe city, but it's not that safe. So it's like, you wouldn't wear really nice jewelry just anywhere out of New York. I wouldn't do that in Paris. Okay. A lot of people have told me that actually, that there's yeah. so many gypsies that like steal stuff from your purse and, and like they swipe yeah. your phone. And so I know for a fact, one of us is going to get our phone stolen. And I have my money on Katie because Katie always loses her phone. So she's just going to end up keeping it out like on her the table, like on the dining, like wherever, if we're at a restaurant, turn her head for five seconds and someone will swipe it. And then it's oh no, they'll walk by and just pick it up. Like um, pickpockets are a really big thing. And I'm not like not shitting on Paris. I love Paris, but you really have to be careful. Like your bags, you know, make sure your bags that zip up and stuff. Because especially if you're you guys are going to do like tours and stuff, and there's people around you or tourists and stuff, that's where they all. That's where I would go if I was trying to pickpocket someone. You know, so just be careful. Have you ever pickpocketed somebody before? (laughs) <laughs> no. Oh my God. You know, I've done a lot of bad things probably in my life, but I've never, ever stolen anything. I don't think I have either. Yeah. Uh, it's just not. Well, I, It gives me anxiety. Like that would give me, like, I, I couldn't handle the pressure. Okay. Yeah. Like it's not yeah. fun for me. Like that's how I feel about gambling. Like I, I don't like the anxiety that I feel and the stress of wondering if I'm going to win or lose. So like it takes the whole fun out of it that I don't understand how gambling is fun. That's just my own. I know. No, I kind of agree. Craig loves gambling and like he'll sit at a blackjack table forever. Not in like a pitiful, pathetic way, but there's some people like sometimes I sit with them and we play together like wherever. And, um, sometimes I look around at the table and these people who are literally betting their mortgage. I'm like, this is pathetic. It's not fun. Yeah. That that is fucking stressful. And everyone's smoking and like, it's just drinking like vodka sodas out of plastic cups. I'm like, I can't. I think I mean I might probably do that sometimes, but <laughs> see, I hate vodka sodas. Yeah. Oh, I drink vodka tonic before vodka soda, but I need to like something sweet. Wait, what do you drink? I feel like you drink beer with us. I love beer. Yeah, beer and wine, obviously. Wine. Beer and wine are my faves. Like I'll drink liquor if like I'm wanting to be like cleaner, I guess. Yeah. Because I feel yeah, like beer yeah. and wine make me full and it's like wine sugary and all that stuff. But I know yeah. I'm not, no, I'd rather beer and wine any day. Wait, does Sheena really not drink anything? I mean, isn't, doesn't vodka have sugar anyway? Isn't that? Yeah, sugar, but it's just right? the least amount of sugar. So like if you do, so she really doesn't drink anything bad. Like no, just, just vodka water. sodas. Just Ugh. vodka sodas. Yeah. And it tastes like shit. Yeah. That's literally like just tasting vodka and nobody, yeah. no one likes the taste of vodka. If they say that, yeah. they're fucking lying. Unless you're Russian. Um, I feel yeah. some of my friends will get like um, like a sweet, fruity drink, like a vodka cranberry or something, one or two. And then once you have a couple down, then they start ordering the vodka waters and the vodka ton- it's, um, sodas because you can't taste it as much, I guess. Oh, well, that makes more sense. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Well, so I have a question for you. If you 
were on death row and you were having your last meal with with a drink too. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. It can, it cannot be whatever. What would your last meal be? God, that's such a hard question. No, it's not. Um, okay. So, all right. So <laughs> normally I would say, wait, God, there's so much coming to my mind. All right. Normally I would say I, I used to really, really like like a, a rack of lamb, but over Thanksgiving, I tried to give up eating meat. So I'm trying to eat less. I still eat it sometimes, but I try to eat it a lot less. So the alternative to that, like a rack of lamb and potatoes au gratin. Oh my God. My mom oh, makes the best potatoes au gratin are the best. I know. I know. Um, I probably would eat, I just made a tomato pie the other day and it was so damn good. So probably that what that's the, kind of a lame answer. What uh, the fuck is tomato pie? Wait, you don't know what tomato pie is? You're from the South. No, I've never heard of tomato pie. Oh, it's so good. It's like, somebody was sending me messages cause I put it on my Instagram story and they're like, Oh, that's called pizza. I'm like, actually, no, not at all. Completely different things, but thank you. Um, it's like you, you do a, like a pie crust, like a regular pie. And then you layer in these like fresh tomato slices and then, uh, cheddar cheese and kind of a little sauce. Like you can use different alternatives and then more tomatoes and more cheese. Then you top it with even more cheese and like a tomato and basil garnish. It's so good. It's so good. So that's the only thing you would have. You wouldn't have like sides. Uh, okay. And then I would get the cream corn from, I don't, there's this restaurant here called halls. They make the best cream corn. Yeah, ever. I went to halls like three different times. Yeah. yeah Cause it's like pretty much shout out to halls. Me and Rachel yeah. were obsessed oh, with that place. Stasi, I would eat oysters. Oh my God. Duh. That's like, we'll see this. That's I would start maybe with oysters. Like I, whenever yeah. I think of this answer, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have an appetizer, a main meal, sides, a cocktail, maybe dessert, but like, I'm not as big on dessert as I am on like real food. So you yeah, can, me neither. You can start with oysters, then move on to okay. your tomato pie and creamed corn. Anything else? <laughs> No. And then like more, more oysters. We went to dinner with Danny and Todd, um, I guess a few days ago and I ordered the seafood platter for two just for myself. Good for you. Ate the whole thing. It's Thank actually you. like really healthy. It's, yeah, probably the, it's probably the healthiest thing you could eat. Yeah. 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 Wait, what would yours be? Well, I first like I should know this. Well, first I want to get your drink of choice. Oh, if I'm about to die, I probably would just get like a dirty martini with blue cheese olives in it or yeah, I probably would just drink that, honestly. That's honestly a really good answer. Yeah, it has to be a vodka martini because gin makes me so mean. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh, so mean. Like evil. <laughs> evil. Wait, I didn't know this. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't had it in years because, but yeah. I used to drink it on planes a lot and would just be like really mean to what I was So I'm going to test this out because I like the taste of gin. I think it tastes like a Christmas tree. So I'm going to test it out and drink gin on the plane to Paris and see if I get mean or not. Okay. Let me know. (laughs) Yeah. Because I I haven't heard that. I haven't heard anybody say that about gin. Now that I say that, people tell me that it does the same thing for them. So I feel like it's scientifically proven, basically. But, like, some people react to, like, whiskey like that or tequila. Like, I'm happy on tequila. But uh, see, I hate the taste. Well, so I don't like the, to me. I don't like the taste of it, but I'm happy yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. But yeah, probably vodka martini. Okay. Is that that? I feel like I'm missing something. What am I trying to? 
Um, I mean, I like Bellini's, like the Cipriani Bellini mix. I like those, but that's a little too sweet. I can only have like one. And then. No, I mean, if you're about to die, like I'd want to. Yeah. Give me something strong. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be like on with like the sugary champagne cocktail. It'd be like, you know what? I need to get fucked up because this whole situation (laughs) is fucked up. Yeah. This sucks. Yeah, exactly. I asked Brittany Cartwright from our show, Jax's girlfriend, what her last (laughs) meal would be. And it was the funniest answer. She's like, um, I think I would do. Some chicken wings, bone in <laughs> with ranch and a chocolate milk. I'm like, are you fucking with what? me? <laughs> I'm like, are you? Wait, can we talk about her for a second? Sure. Okay. I had like, I feel like I've tried to talk to you about her before when you were here, and this is before I really like got to know her. Know her. I feel like this season people got to know her a lot more and she's just so nice. And I remember thinking like, Hmm, I don't know how I feel about her. Like I'm not, I wasn't sure. And I cannot believe myself that I didn't love her instantly because she is amazing. She really is in her accent. I can't get over it. Like I couldn't even have that thick of an accent. If I tried, it's so good. I know. I, uh, Seriously, I wish she was like an asshole at least sometimes so that I could feel a little better about myself, but it never happens. <laughs> She legit is just that nice. I don't never, ever mean. Like, never. No, she doesn't even talk shit about people. Not even, like, one. I could be like, hey, what do you think about Kylie Jenner? I mean, everybody has something shitty to say about that, you know? Yeah. And yeah. She, no, she's just like, I don't know. She's good. She's pretty. Like, oh, okay. my God. Your impression of her is so good. Cool. I don't know. She's good. <laughs> she's like, I won't smack you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she says that to Jax, like, so much. I feel like I would slap the shit out of Jax eventually. Well, I'd probably already be in jail. You know, if I was still there. Yep. So, yeah, she had the best, she had the best answer because I was like, chocolate milk, really? You're about to die and you want chocolate fucking milk? That's so funny. Unless it's laced laced with Xanax or something or an Ambien. Like, you know, like, I don't don't understand. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Don't get that. But still love her. Yeah, well, you had a really good answer, so um, I'm I'm a, I I I'll give you that. I'm not sure I'm like on board with your tomato pie thing. Like, I liked when you were going in the potatoes au gratin direction because that's part of yeah. my meal. But oh, really? Yeah, I love potatoes. Maybe au gratin. that's where. They, yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, they're really good. I'll make you a tomato pie next time you come, and okay. or like I'll literally show up to your house and make you one. You'll you'll love it. It's not you need something else with it, but it's just really good. Like ranch. <laughs> Yeah, is that gross? No, you could put ranch in it. Actually, that could be part of the special sauce inside. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. not mad. Yeah, at I'm that. telling you. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. It's amazing. Wait. Okay, I want to ask you questions. Okay. Okay. So you said because obviously, like I text you every week if something makes me sad on dinner pump, but I'm like I hate them if they're mean to you. But you said that the reunion day was like the worst day ever. Is that still coming up? Because I feel like you look totally fine in the last... There's been two, right? So oh, far, two? I mean the reunion days every year. Like, it's the worst day. I dread the reunion day every single year because oh. it's just about, like, you're having to sit down with a group of people that you've... most Like, I've already put these issues to bed, and then you have to bring them up again and be mean right. and fight. And I'm like, I don't... It's awful. 
It's yeah, all, it's yeah, it really, it's awful. And like, this was the easiest reunion I ever had, but it still was like the worst day of the year because it doesn't right, matter right. how easy it is on someone. You're still having a fight. And at mm. this point I'm like, I don't care to fucking still talk about this shit anymore. And like, I don't, if you have a problem with me, that's on you. Like, right, I, I right. didn't do anything to you. So like, it's just, it's just hard watching everyone get upset yeah, exactly. And that, I mean, and it, it's almost like it stings twice as bad. I mean, I've never, obviously like I get along with everyone. I'm not really like, I don't really have anything going on. I just am kind of there with Craig mostly, but watching like him and Shep six or seven months ago fighting and then that being filmed and then they made up and in the, you know, between when we stopped filming in December and then the show airs in April, like we hung out a few times. I see Shep out all the time. Like we are great friends, but it's like, then a few months later you watch what he said while you all thought you were good friends and had made up. And it's like, Oh, this sucks. You know? Yeah. So that I'm used to now. So I don't, it doesn't ever bother me when like I see the, any sh- episode and I see someone say something about me. Cause I'm like, I get that. That's what we have to do. Like, right, like, right. We ha- otherwise there wouldn't be a show. So like I get like in our interviews, we have to like poke fun at each other and, you know, express opinions yeah. that normally like we're, we'd be too polite to say out loud. That's what like yeah. reality TV really is. It's like saying what your inner thoughts are and like not, like not minding to be like rude, like normal in, in normal life, you wouldn't say these things. You just keep them to exactly. yourself. And so exactly like a normal human being. Yes. So yeah. like, that's what is like weird but like yeah I've learned that I don't I don't give a shit about that when I see that but I can imagine I remember in the beginning it was hard yeah yeah because you guys were actually friends like yeah y'all you know what I mean so like what we were talking about earlier that foundation is already there so you have room to be pissed at somebody for saying something about you or like for example Shep and Craig maybe not so much but I don't know yeah it's such a weird it's a weird social experiment isn't it it is it is. Yeah. It's the most fucked up job you can have. I always yeah. tell people this. Like it's it's not it's not easy even though it looks like like we're all like just filming partying. Like oh, we just get to like you get to drink and have fun for a living. Like not really. <laughs> no, it's very psychologically taxing. It I is, mean, it's, it's hard. A, yeah. It's not exhausting. I mean not for me but for y'all I could imagine. Well, that's because everybody loves you. So Well, I don't really like have any opinions. You know, I kind of just stay out of the you know, do my thing in the corner and like nice. And that's about it. I mean, so your interviews are hilarious. You know, I laugh out loud, but <laughs> when I sit down for an interview, Stassi, I'm sweating like a man. I'm so nervous. I'm so tense and like uptight and just not, I'm like, what did they ask me there? Like, or how do you feel about uh, Craig being late all the time? And in real life, I'm like, fucking sucks. I want to kill him. Like I want to rip his head off. Blah, blah. But in my interview, I'm like, um, I wish that he wouldn't be late. It's like, that's my answer. I'm like, what am I saying? Like, what am I doing? Wait, that's so weird because you're so not like that in person. You're so funny and like normal and like chill, but maybe that's also cause you're a scaredy cat. So like when you like sit down for something that you're like nervous about, it's harder. I would, like, whenever yeah. people ask me advice about interviews, I'm like, you just sit there and pretend like there's not a camera on you. Like, don't even try and suck in. Just like chill, just fucking chill. <laughs> and like, be yourself. Like if somebody, if it's like, as if somebody were like your friend asking you a question, just answer it like that. And if you don't think you're being eloquent, then you're probably doing a good job. 
Yeah. See, that that's actually really good advice because when I sit in the chair, I'm like, okay, don't screw this up because your mom's going to watch this. Your dad's going to watch this. Your friends are your old boss, your classmates, people you don't know, people you do like, I think about all that and it's impossible to like say the right thing for all of those different audiences. So you have to just say what comes to mind and hopefully like towards the end I, I did, but I didn't interview that much, but like trying to say the perfect, it just doesn't work and it comes off really poorly. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it's not that it comes off poorly. It's just that it, it's not who you are. It's not who you are. Cause you're such right. a, a you're such a real authentic person. So like you're not somebody that censors yourself or at least when I'm around you at all. So like definitely not. You have, such, you. <laughs> you, have you have such a big personality that you should let everybody see that. But yeah, if I was thinking about, oh my god, my dad's going to see this, my mom, like all the I don't know what I yeah. yeah. I would be totally in my head. Yeah, yeah. Like I would never say anything and there's my only thing is like, I would never say or do anything. I would be embarrassed for my dad and mom to watch her here, but that's pretty much it at this point. Like, but I feel like even that is, I don't know. Yeah. It's, Hopefully I'll get better. It's tough. I mean, you're still, you're so good at doing it. So like, I'm surprised that you feel like insecure. Uh, it's not so much insecure. It's just like, I mean, honestly, sometimes when we're, filming group things which we don't really film that much of but um they end up being like the main events that the episodes are tied around because it's everyone's there and so it you know places everyone together right i will literally sometimes just look around and be like what am i doing here like why am i here you know like why am i around these people and then i'm like oh it's you know and i talk myself out of it but sometimes it's just uncomfortable <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. No, I get it. I, I I understand. The whole process of it is weird, and especially, like, if you're coming into it. But, I mean, this is your second year. Um, I don't know. I think you're great. You know you were my favorite before I even met you. So <laughs> You're my favorite? There's that. <laughs> I mean, this is how we became friends. It's because okay. we're both obsessed with each other? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that's the one advantage, I think, because there are, there's a lot of advantages probably to being on reality G, but also a lot of disadvantages. But one of the good things is that you can literally randomly reach out to a complete stranger on the internet. And because they've seen you on their television screen a couple of times, feel totally comfortable, like letting yeah, you in their house because, or giving you their phone number or like, you know what I mean? Because if you're on TV, then you're not allowed to be a serial killer because people will find out about it. So like, I trust yeah. that if you're on TV or I see you somewhere, then I know you're not going to be able to murder me. Yeah, exactly. And like, I've tried to, I mean, Twitter, I'm not very good at Twitter, like just not very good at it, but I've repeatedly tweeted at um girl with no job because i'm in love with her and her sister jackie and like just keep tweeting at her literally the weirdest shit stassi like want to be friends and like we'll tag her and then she'll just she won't answer the tweet but she'll like it so like i know she saw it but she won't give you the satisfaction of being like sure naomi we can be friends she just kind of like clicks like and then so i'll wait a couple weeks and then like tweet again Do it again i'll just keep trying i don't care i'm like the friend that keeps calling till you answer like i'm just gonna keep tweeting at you claudia till you answer me you know they would love to meet you like they really? would love to be your friend yes okay she just hung They're out really with nice. shep and shep and sheena when they did watch what happens and i was so jealous like so jealous well <sighs> i mean 
And my friend Madison loves her. Like my friend Madison is who got me so obsessed with her in the first place. So it's just the Madison just that we would I all be great friends. The Madison that I know. No, no, no. Other Madison. Okay. Other Madison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're all basically like we're all funny basic same- bitches. Right. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Except you're not basic. You're worldly and from France. No. No, I'm very basic. Very, very basic, actually. But you can think that if you want. <laughs> You're such a shithead. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Do you have anything else that you want to add or talk about before I wrap this up? Um, aside from my love for you and girl with no job, um, <laughs> sorry, I just had to plug that in there one last time. Claudia, can you hear Girl me? Girl with no job, you. come on. Please. Um, anyway, aside from that, I'm trying to think, like, if there's anything else interesting I have to tell you, because I kept thinking in the shower about stuff I wanted to talk to you about, and now that you're asking me, I'm like, oh, no. I know, that always happens. That's why I keep a notebook with me wherever I go so that I can write it down. Yeah. I mean, really, it's just, like, questions for you, but we could probably do this off your podcast. Cause it's like hours of questions that I have. Like, who, what are you doing? Who are you dating? How are you feeling? How's your mom? <laughs> you're so sweet. See, you're the nicest person ever. Not as nice as Brittany. Never mind. Yeah. Not no, the nicest person no. ever at all. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, can you please really give Craig and Gizmo and what's your newest cat's name? Z. His name is Z. Just the letter Z. Why? I don't know. Well, okay, so it's gonna sound weird, but his name. So I rescued him like two weeks ago, and his owner would just leave him. Like his owner went to rehab basically, and would just leave him for like two weeks by himself, and had a lady from her church feed him like every day, every other day. So he was just alone all the time. So I saw like she posted about it. So I went and picked him up, and his name was Zeke, like Ezekiel, and I just thought that was too biblical, so I shortened it to Z just the letter. Oh, I love that. And we call him, we call him like Z money, Z man, just all sorts of names. I just don't like Zeke. I don't know. No offense to anyone named that, but (laughs) that's how I felt when I got Zoe. I don't like the name Zoe because every dog's name is Zoe. So I call her Zoe after Rachel Zoe. Oh, that's, that's really good. And that's another Z name. Yeah. Yeah. Z names are the best. Yeah, well, so yep. give them all big kisses and hugs for me. And uh, you guys go follow Naomi uh, at, on Instagram. It's Na- N-A-O-M-I-E. What's that called? Underscore? Underscore? Yeah, under- <laughs> underscore. O-L-I-N-D-O. Is it like that on Twitter, too? Uh, should be. I think so. Probably. Let me and look. is that your Snapchat, too? So that people know no. how to find you? No, my Snapchat's weird. It's like Nomeo08, but the it's like spelled like a gnome, and so the G's silent, and it's confusing. I don't God. really post on Snapchat anyway. Okay, so. nobody's going to follow you. That sounds way, <laughs> too, that's way too complicated. I know, I know. It was from like before Southern Charm days, like, you know. So it's really just a lot of my regular friends, and that's fine. I like it like that. Yeah, that's actually the way to do it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I love um, you wait, so, this so was much. This so fun. I know. I love you, too. I really want to come back and see you, hopefully. Please. I guess uh, before the summer ends. Please. Did you already go to New Orleans? No. So Craig went, but I couldn't because, you know, school. Um, but um, he went. I mean, I would never go to New Orleans without 
like telling you first. Thank you. Because I remember (laughs) texting you guys and I can't remember what y'all said. No, he went, but it was like a golf thing. So we would have been bored anyway. Okay. Well, anytime you want to come back on, even if you just want to come on and do like segments, like, and we can chat about Southern Charm and stuff. That will be fun. Yeah. It's I'll like, call you to tell you stuff I find out. Yeah. Just give me the fucking dirt. I need you to spill the tea. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I hope I was like not horrible. Oh I feel like I Naomi, probably rambled. Shut up. See, oh. enough of your scaredy cat shit. You are perfect. Okay. Okay. All okay. Right. I love you. Okay. okay. I love you too. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. 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 